He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Hello, podcasting universe. This is Evan Wexel. How are you guys doing? Uh, this is episode one. This is the beginning. This is Genesis. This is the pilot. And uh, I guess I, I'm now fulfilling the natural law that if you are a comedian, you must have a podcast. So that's why I'm here. But uh, I've been sitting on this podcast idea for a few years. Name of the show is Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Uh, did not think that would be the name when I started having the idea a few years ago. I didn't know if I wanted to do uh, something with my interests because I love wrestling and sports and comedy and TV and movies and politics and all that stuff. And I'm sure I'm going to get to that stuff on this podcast. Uh, but I, I've had this idea, like, how can I, what can I voice? How can I get in front of a mic more? Um, how would I format the show? And you guys are in luck because this is, uh, hopefully I think this is the first of its kind. Uh, I will be aiming to interview one or two of my Facebook friends every week on this show, whether it's a Facebook friend I know, or Facebook friend I don't know. I did have a Facebook binge back in 2004. It was a, called a Facebook frenzy. I named it myself, um, where I was just trying to friend as many people as possible. Uh, there was actually another comedian, Steve Hofstetter, who, who works his butt off. And uh, he went, he got like 100,000 friends before they put in the limits of 5,000. And the guy just did it, had a great tour. And I was kind of riding the coattails a little bit for that, but I loved meeting new people. I was just adding people from my college, uh, Tufts University, just to increase the jumbo love because uh, that's our mascot. Now, uh, there will be, again, people I know, people I don't know. Um, I do know some well-known public figures among my Facebook friends. I will play that card when I when I see fit. Um, if you don't know who I am, uh, I am a comedian. I've been doing it for about 12 years, maybe, uh, from Long Island, New York. I uh, got into comedy kind of by accident, uh, doing a sports marketing uh, seminar at uh, NYU. It was funny during the presentation, and then they put me on stage or they wanted to get me on stage. So I started a comedy class at the comic strip. And, uh, while I was doing that class, uh, I also started working for a group that puts on the New York city marathon The New York Roadrunners um, was helping their marketing department transitioned into their nonprofit life, uh, their nonprofit wing in terms of youth running programs. And I actually got to do some HR. I got to interview people. I, I loved it. I loved interviewing random people. I feel like it did kind of feel like a talk show, but I was still looking for good people. Um, even when I left the Roadrunners to move to Los Angeles and, and follow my wife out here, uh, I did go back to New York when they were looking for people and just kind of was a an interviewer for hire, like a hired gun. And I probably shouldn't have told the people I was interviewing that I didn't really work there. Uh, that kind of shook a few of them. But we we helped find them uh, more people for, for youth running programs. And uh, so now we're here. Now it's going to be a different thing every week. Uh, I'm asking for help on this endeavor. This is something new for me. So I found this great website, uh, Patreon. Dot com. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Funny Evan. That is my uh, podcast page. That's where I will post things to all my, my patrons 
um, where you have my my trailer, my socially awkward trailer up there, and um, it's it's a recurring donation deal, and I'll I'll give you more details on that later on. But um, just because you know I I'm incurring some costs, I, I went all in on a sweet microphone that I'm using right now, even a pop filter, which helps the peas not be so angry and aggressive. So. Um, it should be a blast. I really think this should be a blast. Uh, I feel like I'm Donald Trump when I say this. It should be a blast. It should be huge. I should be a winner. It'll be great. Um, but I'm really looking to draw from people from all walks of life. It's really literally. I'm gonna. It's gonna be like a Craigslist post on my news feed, looking for people to talk to. I'm sure there will be awkward conversations. My wife has told me I'm socially awkward. The original title for the show was maybe going to be so random because it was going to be random. Uh, then I sat down with uh, someone named April Biggs who helps run the acting center, which is a great acting school here in uh, L.A. And she thought, you know, socially awkward. And I was thinking that I'm like, you know what, that that could totally work. We kind of came to that uh very random chance encounter. I was just surveying her and that came to be. So what do I do for episode one? Well, I do have a couple of Facebook friends. Well, one's a Facebook friend. One is someone who I like their page on Facebook and even have something to do with their page a little on Facebook. So we have two guests coming up today. Uh, (laughs) One is Kelly Myersfield. She is an actress, a writer, uh, a singer, I think. I don't know. I've known her for about 12 years, it feels like. Probably like about 12 years. Um, and she's really talented. Um, I even remember seeing her. Uh, we, went, we went to the same high school together. It was really a weird story, but she was uh, did a great job in West Side Story, guys. So if you remember West Side Story uh, at Great Neck South around 1996 or 97, um, that's maybe where you've heard her or seen her before. So chances are. Um so that will be one guest. Uh, there's another guest I'm going to bring on. I'm going to see how he does. He's usually not one to have interviews, um, but I'm trying to get him to get more in the public limelight. This kid, he's a kid. He has over 3 million hits on YouTube. It is very strange. Uh, apparently, he's really good at in wrestling. You know, each wrestler has a theme song. And when the music plays, then, you know, he comes out and well, the, the wrestler comes out. But, but this guest, he knew the, the songs like right away. It was very weird. Uh, his name is Beckett Sage. Um, now he's four. He went viral when he was two. So I look forward to talking with him and see what he's been up to. Because, um, you know, it's almost like where are, they na- where are they now with some of these guests? Like, you know, they were big in Beckett's case when he was two. You wonder how he's doing now that he's four. And uh, we'll check in. Hopefully there's no like rehab or scandalous TMZ caliber things he's been up to. But uh, it should be a great, uh, fun episode. Uh, I I spoke to Kelly a a few times before today, so she sounds enthused for the interview. And uh, Beckett, it just mattered of carrying, uh, getting him on a good day. So this is going to be socially awkward with Evan Wexel. And yes, socially awkward is on Twitter and Facebook. The hashtag or the, the URL is Awkward with Evan. So Twitter slash Awkward with Evan, Facebook slash Awkward with Evan. There is an awkwardwithevan.com URL. That's going to be the site where everything you can look for. It could be within my own website. It could be a separate website. We're still ironing that out. But uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. It, sh- it should be fun. And uh, it's going to be huge, huge. All 
right. Welcome back to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I think it's time for guest number one and fitting that this is done at 1 a.m. because that's how we roll in podcast land. So uh, my first guest, um, I've known her for about 12 years. Uh, I've seen her in a lot of uh, performances, uh, really good singer, um, diverse character. She can really play diverse characters, even like we're talking across species. Um, and to give us more on that, let's welcome Kelly Myersfield to the show. Kelly Myersfield. Hello. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. It is. So would you say you are a singer first? Are you a, a writer? Like what's, what's going on that resume? Let's see. I would say that I am, uh, well, these days I'm more of a writer, but I'm also working on a musical. So I'm a singer. I'm an actress. I'm a comedian, not like stand up, but I do characters. Um, I'm just a kind of an all around performer and a writer. Cool. Now I've seen you live and I know that you, you have pipes, you can sing. Is it falsetto? Is that correct? Is that the right? Can you sing, you sing, you're a soprano or an out, you're an alto. I, (laughs) I'm, I am a soprano, but I am usually cast as the alto because I have a, a belty voice as well. What does it mean having a belty voice? Do you have to wear a belt to have a belty voice? Uh, nope. Different definition of belt altogether. Okay. So what does it mean? It's like when you sing like loud, like Broadway. Like Ah. So yeah. when, when did you start singing? Like what age did you start realizing either you could sing or your mom forced you to sing? Okay. Well, my mom never forced me to sing. That's I, good. I was six years old. I was in camp and I all of a sudden realized that I could sing and I was singing <clears throat> this song. I sing the body electric. I celebrate the me yet to come. I toast to my own reunion when I become one with the sun. So I realized that I could sing. I know that didn't sound that great, but um, I was six and I got really excited about singing and I ran around to all the grownups and all the older kids and I made everybody listen to me. And um, that was the beginning of everything. Said so you've been making people listen to you ever since. I sure Which is have. good. <laughs> Who do you like having listened to you the most? Who do you like singing stuff to these days? Well, you know, I don't know. But I have to say that I, what, more than singing, I like doing comedic videos and, and making funny little funny short videos. Maybe with like, um, you know, the weird character faces either on Snapchat or what is it called? Photo booth. And I really like when my husband watches those. And also when I make short films and stuff, like I really like when my husband watches those because he laughs harder than anybody at the funny stuff that I do. And it's very validating because my husband is actually a comedian. Okay. Now does your husband have a favorite character of yours or are they all his favorite or? Um, he likes a lot of them. I think I mean, the one that comes to mind, because I've done it the most, there's two. I think he really likes a character I have named Desiree. And then he also likes a character that I do called Tremor Tracy. He actually helps me by, like, feeding me lines that Tremor Tracy can say. So I have a couple of Tremor Tracy videos 
And those are pretty popular. For people who are blind or deaf listening to this podcast, um, how would you describe Tremor Tracy? Well, I hope there's no deaf people listening to the podcast. Maybe they're feeling the vibrations of my bass and your alto, your beltiness. You're absolutely right. So how would you describe Tremor Tracy to someone without a visual? She's very fearful. Um, She's got a tremor that basically comes directly from her abs. She squeezes them and then her whole body just shakes. And um, she's very shy and nervous um, and awkward. Is this just how she naturally has been her whole life or did she acquire this uh, after trauma? When did her tremor, you think, kick in? There was definitely trauma. Okay. Yeah. With like a clown or something? Um, A clown, maybe a couple of dogs. I gotcha. That's good. And Desiree, what, where did who's Desiree? Desiree is a writer. She's a novelist. Oh, <laughs> I've seen this one on Facebook. Okay, she's trying to get a book deal, and um, she did get a book deal. It it fell through. Oh, um, and she was devastated, uh, or devastated. <laughs> <laughs> but now. she has big dreams. Big dreams of. Having, you know, that fairy tale romance and getting her book published and sold. And, you know, she's just uh, like struggling and trying to make it as we all are. And she has a really big head. I've noticed that. She does have a big head. She's She's like Eric Stoltz from Mask kind of big head. Yeah, I can see some similarities there. Well, I do, I do wish her luck and I think she'll, she'll be great. Um, I know that in high school, you were in high school, you did a lot of the musicals in high school. Um, did did you like every year when there was time to audition for musicals, was it pretty much like, who am I going to beat out this year? Because you knew you were always going to get a good part. It was pretty, it was pretty political in high school. They, they really cast like, for the most part, they cast, uh, people who were like upperclassmen in the lead roles. Like you had to be a junior or senior to get the lead. I'm trying to think what I did. Yeah. Definitely. It was my junior year that I got my first lead in the musical. But um, but my brother, who mm. is a singer and an actor, he did he was the lead starting with his sophomore year because he's just, you know, that kind of. Who were you? Talent. Who were you in junior year? What musical? Junior year, I played Edwin Drood in The mm. Mystery of Edwin Drood. And um Betty Buckley did that role on Broadway, I believe, or in England. And she's in L.A. right now doing Grey Gardens. And she's friends with my writing partner. That's good. I've been Facebook stalking you to know that. So that's really good. Um, So are you pretty much going out alone here in L.A.? I mean, I know you have a husband. I do. I'm married, yes. I have a son who's four. Good. How how has your son influenced your art? Um, Well... I actually am in this show with a bunch of ladies called It's Just My Life. And I wrote a piece about being a new mom and the struggles that you go through. Um, but he just influences everything about my life. He's the the best thing about my life. He's just like the funniest, most amazing, most delicious individual. Can we look him up online? Has he has he been exploited in any way where we can see stuff about he him? Has, or? Yes. His okay. father has exploited him, created a Facebook page the day that he was born. Oh. And um, you can look at all kinds of funny pictures, anecdotes, videos, et cetera. He's also um, rather well-known in the WWE universe as okay. his father made some pretty amazing 
interesting and funny videos of him. So you can look him up. His Facebook page is Beckett Sage. Ah, Beckett Sage. And I see one video he did. I think someone shared it today. Uh, it was 127 hours. Uh, oh, yeah, that's an old one. Explain that. Explain Beckett Sage. He reenacted the movie with yes, James he Franco. Did. Yeah, his father wrote the script okay. and and the score. Mm. And um he it's basically about Beckett getting stuck um in the, I think in the stroller and eventually he cuts his own arm off to save himself but really it doesn't do any good cuz he can't walk anyway. Yeah, he's, he's just stuck just in the baby. stroller now with one arm. That's right. No, no solution. Okay, nope. well, it's it's funny because you know we're doing the interview and it's like I can hear you in the next room over. I know. I feel like I can hear you in the next room over too. It's really it's, weird. It's There's very, just like reverberating, echoey sound. Wait, do you hear this? Uh, yeah, it sounds like uh, someone's knocking on my wall. It's kind of wow. Crazy. I guess we should let the two people that don't know this that we are actually married. <laughs> we are. That when I speak of my husband and the father of. My child, I am talking about Evan Wexel of Socially Awkward fame. Oh, how fun. So, hun. Um, <laughs> yeah. So let's, hmm, where do we go from here now? Now that the cat's yeah. out of the bag. Now that it's weird that you called me hun because you never called never. me Never. It's more of something like, you know, people maybe in the Midwest will call their spouses. I'm not no, sure. Plenty of people call their spouses hun, just not us. That's true. What do we call each other? What's my best name for you? Bitterman. Bitterman, that's right, because of the the movie Arthur, which was then a takeoff done on Family Guy. Right. Brian, Brian got a cab and Peter just kept calling him Bitterman. So I like to call you Bitterman and get you to do stuff. Yeah. Bitterman, the dishes, Bitterman. Bitterman, 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 Bitterman. Uh, I like calling you. I liked calling you Mr. Anderson. You did. That was a good one from The Matrix. And then there was a phase where I called you cleric, which was that awesome. Was very brief. Well, that was a great. If you guys want to go on Netflix and find the movie Equilibrium with Christian Bale and Tay Diggs, there's a film, guys. Freaking illegal to be exposed to art, and then Christian Bale gets a conscience and likes having a puppy and hides it in a car, you know, just from giving you those details, it's a must see. So I liked calling, I thought cleric was a very sophisticated thing to call you. Cleric. Cleric. There's other ones. Um, uh, I can't remember. Okay. Um, so you mentioned WWE. I like to watch wrestling. You like to watch The Bachelor. Convince people listening why The Bachelor would dare be better than wrestling. Okay. The Bachelor is amazing because it's romance and it's love and it's crazy people and it's fun and it's funny and it's awesome. Is it really love or is it just, you know, a flirtation for a few weeks until you end up on the cover of People magazine? Well, I mean, if you check the annals of history. Okay. You will find several relationships that worked out, marriage, babies, the whole lot. What percentage would you put on that, like 5%? Uh, I'd say 20%. Oh, well, then there's hope for all of us. There is. Oh, it? good. So Now, can I ask you a question? Yes. How did you meet your wife? 
I met my wife at the train station in Long Island, New York, because I was going to an open mic at 4 p.m. And she was going to a trainer after being hungover from the night before. That's right. So, you know, Long Island Railroad, we should probably be, you know, like cover sponsors for that company. We should. But now, did you, you'd never met her before? No, I never, I saw her in high school and I knew she was a big deal and I knew she was too popular for me to approach. She was like totally out of your league? Yeah. But then what happened? Times change, folks. It's like stocks. Some go up and some go down. (laughs) So my stock went down? I don't think so. I think I just got ballsy for a brief moment in our hometown and it worked out. Yeah. So I decided to stop being a super slut. And I just decided to, uh, I don't know, stop living with my parents. But that took a while. You had to really nudge me to move west uh, to L.A., which is like, oh, my gosh. Hmm. But now you want to you like to move. You have you have fancies of moving to different locations. (laughs) I do. You have this fancy of like moving to Colorado all the time. No, Colorado's not all the time. Okay. That's what it is. So Florida is it now? Is Florida the power rankings? Florida because my parents are there and because of other reasons that I won't get into on this podcast. Fine. I'm assuming it's because you like the old people. That is it. I didn't really want to publicize my- time with grandma. What do they call that when you have like an old people? Ageism. Are you an ageist? I am. Okay. I I don't know. I don't think that's it Okay, fine. Um, no, it just means you're like against older people or whatever. Uh, um, maybe you're against young people. I understand. Sure. Exactly. I like to hold myself against old people, whatever you call that. Okay. So, you know, so not Colorado, it's Florida and any other. St- I think Atlanta or, <laughs> or, uh, you know, Atlanta freaks out if there's a, a, an inch of snow, the city shuts down. So just be careful out there. That's okay. Okay. Never. I haven't lived in a place with snow for 16 years. I don't think I would mind living somewhere where it doesn't really snow. Okay. Now, what would be my argument going back to the bachelor versus wrestling thing? What would be my argument for saying wrestling is better? Uh, Why would you think people think wrestling is better than the bachelor? Uh, they have fireworks at their shows. Pyro. Yes. They have pyro. They have, uh, well, I was going to say hot chicks and bikinis, but the bachelor has that too in spades. Uh, we don't really have hot chicks and bikinis. We're women. We're women, female performers and they are athletic and they're dressed in ring conducive garb. Okay. Well, that's one reason that people would like WWE. And then um, if you like gymnastics, if you like to watch gymnastics, then you would like WWE wrestling. Don't. uh, I hate that. (laughs) I don't like gymnastics. (laughs) Well, yes, you do because you like WWE wrestling, which is all gymnastics. Gymnastics with a storyline. Oh, gosh. Uh, I'm not sure about this. wrestling is so much better than the bachelor the bachelor it's like it's it's a facade more than wrestling because they think they're in love with people and then once they stop rolling and once they hit cuts it's all different 
It's not true. Oh. The, you're thinking of the episode of Brian on Family Guy doing The Bachelor. That's your only yeah. frame of reference. Uh, it's true. And so, so there you go. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Now, another show that's really fantastic is The Bachelor in Paradise, but we don't have to get into that. Okay. Um, now, do you have any questions for me, guest? Do you ever have? Do you have any uh, questions for your host? Um. Do you have a dog? I do. Barely. I barely have a dog. A dog who's here in like body, but not really in mind anymore. Rocky. Barely in body. Well, are you really going to put that kind of tone into this right now? No. I know um, it's late. Okay, I have questions what? for you. I heard you have a son. I have a son, Beckett Sage. He's 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 the shiz. Tell me about him. Uh, he He's a fighter. He's a yeller. He doesn't take crap from anyone and he doesn't like to wait. He doesn't believe in waiting for things. Like if you want to go poops, he makes sure that you watch him go poops. What does that have to do with waiting? He is not going to, he's not going to wait for me to come and then let him get started. And then I have to, then he's not going to start, get a head start until I'm ready. He wants me there now. If he wants blueberries, he's going to order me to get blueberries. He'll make, he'll eat a, he eats $50 of blueberries every week. He does. He eats he if there was competitive eating for blueberries and then there was a toddler division, this kid should be on the stage of whatever the equivalent is of the Nathan hot dog eating contest. That's true. And you know, it makes his poops black. It does. And you, I don't think that like, you know, he's lactose intolerant because of his poop. It's because it's little and loose because blueberries are little and loose. So, fun fact. I'm sorry about your loose blueberries. That's <laughs> loose. The juice is loose, I guess. Um, you have a special talent I'm really impressed with. Whenever I'm on the phone with you uh, and you're driving, you're always making a wrong turn. How do you work it out that way so that whenever I you call me or I call you on the phone? I'm just so distracted a- by the beauty of your voice <laughs> okay. that I can't focus on where I'm going. So that's why. Now, but these are like these are like minor wrong turns, right? You can usually write yourself in a minute or two. Is there ever anything where it's like I get on the phone with you and you're like, one minute you're on like Laurel Canyon Boulevard, then the next minute's like, oh my crap, I'm in East LA. How did this happen? Um, no, but you know who does have that problem is my brother. So it really runs in my family. Okay. My brother used to call my dad at three in the morning and have no idea where he was. And my dad would have to wake up and go on to like MapQuest and find where my brother was and give him directions. So you, I, I have that gene. Now, do you think all these mistakes happen because of just it's residual of just listening to your parents argue back and forth when they're driving in the car? Yeah. Because they always think they're the other one's going to make a mistake or kill someone or rear end someone. So maybe you guys always think that. So you just want to avoid you're kind of you're kind of driving away from your parents while you're in a car. That might be metaphorically. It. Yeah. It's okay. that it's a combination of that and the beauty of your voice. It is. It's probably just more my voice. Beautiful. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. So, uh, Ms. Myersfield, uh, any anything you'd like to plug? For the, for the Awkward Army. That's what I'm going to call my group now. Evan's Awkward Army. That's awesome. It's going to be I'd a... I'd like to plug my nose, my ears, and my butt. That is weird. <laughs> now... Like, like plug. Okay. You know, So like, you... And any... How plug. can people find out more about you? They can go to my Facebook page. Okay. It's Kelly Myers Field Wexel. 
I don't think that's the URL though. Oh, you want your personal? You want people like to get to your personal page? You have like a you have a fan page. Yeah, but, but you're willing I, for strangers to go to your personal page. I'm willing for strangers to do anything they want with me. Because here's the thing: Beckett Sage has more Facebook friends, uh, fans than both of us combined. Beckett Sage is very popular in India, Pakistan, and Egypt. He's going to promote this appearance. He told me this firsthand. So. Are you okay with Beckett's fans then trying to add you on Facebook? Yeah, I don't have to accept. Oh, well, that's that's kind of a wet blanket answer right there. Way to <laughs> not get their hopes up. What the hell? Do you think a lot of people in Pakistan and Egypt are listening to this podcast? This is worldwide, baby. This is going everywhere. Wow. Yeah. Cool. So I guess uh, this is where I will bid adieu to you. I'm sure I could have you back at another time uh, before 1 a.m. It's now 1.25. And uh, your tongue is very kiss-like, I must say. Thankfully, this is not being seen and offending the audience out there because <laughs> I believe that they would call you devil music if they saw this. I believe I can fly. I believe I can touch the sky. I think about it every night and day. Spin my wings and fly away. I don't know if we have the rights to that, so um, we may have to cut that. But I, we'll we have, see. We may have the wrongs to that. <laughs> you okay? I'll 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 leave it at that. If this if this interview was come wrong, over to my room now. Because I'll uh, just swing around about six inches, and then I'll be in your room. Did somebody uh, say six inches? Oh, you're a filthy animal. <laughs> More like a filthy dog. Like, uh, what was the name of the dog in Dog on Musical you played? Oh, shoot. What was, arf, arf. There was Amy. Amy was, Amy was your owner. Yeah. And then there was the Indian guy who was the dog catcher. He, pa- uh, Pakistani. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Same region. Same the time zone. my name? Frisbee, right? Frisbee. Frisbee yeah. the dog. Well, yeah. Frisbee, it's been great having you on. So definitely check out Kelly Myersfield at, uh, on Facebook. Search Kelly Myersfield. Uh, see what you come up with. And uh, maybe we'll have you back um, if, if it's convenient for both of us and if we're both in the same location at the same time and if our schedules match up. Uh, but it's been a pleasure. You've been the first guest. And when we have like our anniversary shows, I'm sure we'll bring you back and recall conversations like this one. That would be great. And just one last thing. Mm-hmm. I love you. Oh, this is this is a platonic podcast. There's no love here. This is an awkward. I didn't say I sex you. Okay, no. Good, uh, as they say in the movie Ghost. Ditto. Toodles. Good night. Night. Thank you again to Kelly Myersfield for coming on the show. Uh, it was great having you. Uh, it was a great interview. Actually, I'm recording this before we do the interview. I'm just assuming things went well and there were no hitches. Uh, A few confessions before uh, I move forward. Oh, first, I do want you to like, comment, share, subscribe to this podcast. Uh, Any way we can spread the word is is great. And uh, I know there are socially awkward is a common phrase. It is out there. I was trying to get socially awkward on Twitter. A lady took it on Twitter and Facebook. Same lady. 
there are, there's no, technically there's no other socially awkward podcast. There is a socially awkward humor podcast. They haven't really done much in a few years, but uh, they're cool. So check them out if they do resume. Um, there's also shows, socially awkward studios. Um, they put out things, I think more about like gaming uh, and just silliness. So they're worth the listen. If you'd like to search socially awkward on iTunes, I don't want to say I'm not copying them, uh, in terms of content and kind of what I do is unique to what they do. So just, uh, I don't feel like I'm ripping anyone off. So I just wanted to get that off my chest in a, my name is Earl kind of fashion. Um, as I was saying earlier, we are doing something, uh, in a way to keep the show rolling, keep it free. Uh, I have set up a page on patreon.com. It is a website for creators like me, whether it's for podcasts or films or music and all that stuff where artists can actually uh, accept pledges, um, support uh, to keep their creations going. Uh, so I am giving that a shot. Uh, I have set up a, a summary page of where I'm coming from, uh, how my show came to be. And uh, there are also some goals I have for fundraising. For example, if I can even just raise $100 a month uh, from all you guys. Uh, that already would take care of some of the media hosting things uh, that I need to pay for because I can't just take my my episodes and upload them to my website because then that closes the it, it clogs the bandwidth, kind of like uh, uh, a toilet getting stuck, uh, stuffed up. Uh, so uh, I can't uh, do it on my own website. So I need to put my episodes somewhere else, and that's a subscription fee. That so. Helping uh, fundraise helps a lot with that. Um, there's also, just like in anything, the more you can help support me every month, and it's a recurring thing. It doesn't have to be indefinite. Um, you can cap off how much you want to donate. As little as a dollar a month, I mean, is really uh, what I'm looking for. Um, dollar a month already gets you access to my uh, Patreon feed where you get all the updates and maybe some uh, episodes and preview clips uh, on the page about what I'm going to have coming up. So that's at a dollar a month, $3 or more a month. If you want to do $3 or more a month, I'm just going to run this down this one time only episode one. Uh, I'm going to start what's called the awkward army. (laughs) So for $3 a month, I will have you receive a PDF signed dated certificate saying my name is blah and I am part of the awkward army. And, uh, that will be yours, yours to frame yours to put on the fridge. That's for $3 a month. Um, for $5 a month or $6 a month, I'm kind of uh, in between on this. I know people like to get followed on social media. So for $5 a month, I will follow you on Twitter if that means anything to you. Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel will follow you for $5 a month. Um, I have a lot of tiers here, so I'm just going to run these down. $10 a month, here's the cool thing. I was ge- I'm was i getting my own swag for this uh, podcast. Technically, it's for me personally. But I thought this was a practical thing to get. At $10 or more a month, you will get a smartphone wallet. That's the, the silicone uh, pocket that you kind of will stick to the back of your cell phone. So that way you don't have to take your wallet out everywhere or take a purse. Um, you can just take your phone, throw a credit card ID in the back, some cash, good to go. I loved it. I wanted to get this because I go through airport security a lot. So that way, you know, it's like ID boarding pass boarding passes in my wallet, uh, my Apple wallet. And then I just take out the ID and it's pretty convenient for me. So that's for $10 or more a month, uh, $20 or more a month. I'm giving you like a goodie bag of stuff. Now you'll get the certificate, all the previous tiers, you get all that stuff too. Twitter, follow smartphone wallet. 
I will then autograph my album LOL, which has been heard on Sirius XM and Pandora at 20 a month. $35 a month, I'll give you a, a shout out. If anything you want to advertise, if you're starting your own business, if you're starting your own podcast, uh, I'll give it a whirl. I'll give you, I'll promote anything. If you think more people should be watching The Bachelor, I will do a promo for The Bachelor on the air. Um, let's keep going. <laughs> $50 or more a month, you'll be a producer. You'll be in the show notes. You'll be credited every episode for supporting Socially Awkward. And if you go to my Patreon site, you can be just like the Peter Griffin as a producer uh, clip that I embedded there. That's $50. Dare I ask, I know most of the donations for Patreon are usually in the $1, 3 or $5 range, but hey, we waste money on a lot of crap. You could waste it on me. Uh, $100 or more a month. This is actually, I think this is worthwhile. For $100 a month, I will be the giver of knowledge. If you've seen the movie The Giver, you know there's a giver of knowledge. So uh, I will impart my expertise to you, whether it's comedy coaching, career help. I, I can help tutor you in anything. I'll tutor SATs or how to apply for a job. Like, I know it all. I know a lot of stuff. I'm sure I'll get some, some job or career people on in the future. Um, but for $100 a month, I'm the giver of knowledge and you get all the goodie bags stuff just for fun. $200 or more above. That would be awesome. You get all the perks. Plus I will make you a guest guaranteed. Don't even have to be Facebook friends on socially awkward. You get your own episode. If you want, I'll interview the entire episode. Doesn't have to be a second guest. Uh, you'll go right up on iTunes and everywhere else. I'm going to try to get this podcast posted and you will have your own thing. Like this is me. This is my tonight show interview. This is my inside the actor's studio. This is my real time with Bill Maher panelist appearance. Um, you get your own thing and I can talk to you about whatever you do or don't want me to mention. So I do have one more tier above $200. $300 a month. Oh, it's like an auction, people. I'm only leaving this open for, for, for two people that are kind enough to do this. If you help support the show for $300 or more a month, every time I say the title of the show, I will make sure to say all hail and your name after it. Every time. It's, the, it's essentially title sponsorship. For example, $300 a month. I will say, welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. All hail Scott Bayo. If he were to give me $300 a month. So that's more it, great support. I mean, I would, I would hail you. You would be my General Zod uh, from Superman, and that would be appreciated. Um, now let's transition over to my next guest. Uh, he's a young one. Uh, he's an up-and-comer because that's really all he's looking forward to is just growing more and learning to read. Uh, this is my interview with Beckett Sage. Okay, I'm back here on Socially Awkward. And who is this? What is your name? Beckett. Beckett what? Beckett, my um, Wexel. That's right. That is your last name. Sometimes people call you Beckett Sage because that seems to be your name on the internet, right? Now, you are known for having lots of YouTube hits. People watch your videos because you know wrestlers. Can you name any wrestlers 
uh, like here, here's some wrestlers. Let's see if you can recognize these from the WWE website. I see Kane. You want to see Kane? Okay, let's find out if you can recognize Kane first. Who's that? Kevin Owens. Yeah, and that? And that? I don't see Kane. Well, maybe in the top of it. Maybe at the top? Well, I don't think so. Now, Beckett, how old are you? You are now. Do you like? Do you have? Who's your favorite wrestler? Kane. You like Kane. That's good. Now, do you have favorite toys also? What's your favorite toys? War machine. War machine. What does War Machine do? Fly. Flies. Okay, and it has like a suit, and it does it fire stuff. I'm an Iron Man. It. It's like an Iron Man. <laughs> That's really cool. So, so Mr. Beckett, don't touch the microphone. What else other toys do you like? Do you have other toys? What other toys do you do you have? Are you just having a fight right now? Okay. Now, you seem to be off your rocker. That's really good. Beckett, what other your favorite guys? Who are your other favorite guys big to play show. with? You like to play with the big show. Okay. That's good. Um, now, do you sometimes go by Spider-Man? Do you sometimes get called Spider-Man? Yep. Oh, you are a terror. Now, do I also call you Rick? Yes. Well, who is Rick? Rick is from Hulk. Rick is from Hulk. What is this Hulk show? What's the name of the Hulk show? Red Hulk. So if I look up Red Hulk on Netflix, I can find the Red Hulk. Oh, I got him already. Now, Beckett, I noticed that you you like to sing sometimes. You have a favorite song. Um. Do you have a favorite song sometimes? You just bit my thumb. Do you have a favorite song? (laughs) What's War of Change? I noticed you always like to listen to the song War of Change. That one. You want to play it right now? Yeah. Are you going to sing it? Can you sing it? Yeah. Okay, so push play, and you're going to sing this song. Mm -hmm. This is Beckett Sage. You're going to be playing War of Change. This is a heavy metal song by the band Thousand Foot Crutch. You are slurring your speech, but continue singing. Okay, well, thank you for coming on the show and singing your song. Did you I have a good time? It. I want to I wanna sing it right now. You want to sing more? Are you going to sing it louder? Yeah. Okay, we'll sing it louder now. Downstairs. Oh, Beckett just left the studio. Well, and it, go downstairs. You want to go downstairs? Yeah. 
Okay, well, I'm sure your driver's there at the bottom and can take you, or I can help you get an Uber. But thank you for coming on the show, and uh, hopefully we'll see you soon. Say bye, Beckett. Bye. Come back to the microphone and say bye. Bye, microphone. Bye, Beckett. All right, guys, that was Beckett Sage saying goodbye to the microphone uh, right before we we bid adieu. Um, I want to thank Kelly and Beckett for coming on today. It was uh, my first episodes ever my first guests ever. And as promised, it was a couple of awkward uh, interviews and conversations, but uh, we'll probably have them back being that they're my family. Uh, I do also want to thank Kelly for, she's the one that voices the intro to the show and she's going to voice the outro as well. Um, so I want to thank her for, for delivering the voiceover on that. Uh, please, uh, like the podcast wherever you can, share it, subscribe, write a review on iTunes. It helps a lot, especially uh, early on because you never know when they're going to feature it. Uh, another thing we're going to do is is more more of this stuff. I'm going to be opening up the floodgates to my 4,500 Facebook friends. I have no idea who's going to be on next episode, but uh, it should be fun. And I'm just going to kind of shoot the breeze and see what see what sticks. Um, please visit uh, the podcast at Awkward with Evan on Twitter, Awkward with Evan on Facebook, and go to patreon.com slash funny Evan for all the ways you guys could help support the show, um, keep it rolling, keep it free, keep it delivered to you guys. Uh, it's going to be a good ride. Thank you guys for joining me. And uh Take it away, Kelly. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Wexel.